Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Welcome to you. Thanks for joining me here at the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. So glad we are together today. Hey, make sure you are getting leading thoughts. It's my weekly leadership email blast. You're going to want it. Go to stephenmansfield.tv. You can sign up for it on the homepage. We will not sell your information. We will not try to sell you a lot of stuff. We will give you the occasional update, but we will handle your information with class. And this will help you lead better. It's basically a weekly newsletter, uh, a weekly email blast about the soft factors of leadership. You already know the technical factors of what you do, the engine size, the fuel requirements, the uh, legal terminology, how to file in court, how to lead, how to teach in a classroom. You know the technical stuff. What you need is the coaching on the soft factors of leadership, and that's what Leading Thoughts does. Now, I want to talk to you in this podcast, in this episode, about the power of myth. I'm concerned about myth floating around our society. Everybody is these days because of what's happened recently, what happened on January the 6th, what we see reported in the news. But I'm concerned about it because it has a blinding factor that keeps us from the truth and therefore keeps us from effective action. I saw a list of uh, survey reports the other day that showed that a huge percentage of Americans believe the 2020 election was stolen. They believe, believe that it was uh, fraudulent, that, that Joe Biden is not legitimately president of the United States. I mean, it's something to the tune of 70% for all people who identify as Republicans. Um, it's in the 60 or 70% for all Americans, uh, according to some surveys. You get the point. So a huge number of people believe that the election was absolutely stolen. Well, imagine what that produces in their lives and in our culture. Joe Biden's not the legitimate president. We don't have a legitimate government. There are evil forces trying to steal elections. Donald Trump should be the president of the United States right now. He's been wronged. We've been wronged. Our American system doesn't work. If you get to the tune of 50, 60, 70 percent of Americans believing that, well, then you begin to have a country in decline. You begin to have a political system that doesn't work. You begin to have the kinds of things we saw on January 6th, where people are violently invading their own country because they believe something that basically is a cancer to their souls and a cancer to our republic. Now, I really admire Justice Clarence Thomas, who came out just a few days ago, and he showed a more nuanced, balanced approach to these things, the kind of thing that allows for action, because this, again, is my concern. If we buy into the myths, then we are stifled when it comes to effective action. If you really believe the election was fully stolen, uh, then, of course, you've got to do what? Go get violent at the Capitol. You've got to shut down. You've got to join paramilitary militias. You've got to et cetera, et cetera. Well, Clarence Thomas comes out and he says, you know, there probably was a little bit of fraud 
in the election, just a little bit. There is in every election. He said, but the most more important thing is that we get on with the business of fixing our election apparatus so we don't have the problems that we've had in this last election and had the time before. Ah, now, here's a guy coming. He's admitting a little bit of the problem, but notice he's got the character and the balance to say, it. he literally said, it didn't affect the outcome. There was a little bit of fraud. There's always a little bit of something. You can't be sure that, you know, the most remote polling station is not doing a little bit of something they shouldn't be doing. But it did not affect the outcome. And what we really need to be doing is fixing our electoral systems. Now, do you see the difference between the person with their hair on fire who's 100% convinced that Joe Biden has basically kidnapped the country and then Clarence Thomas's approach was just to say, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of something there, but not enough to affect the outcome. The important thing, and this is my point today, the important thing is that we act to fix what's broken, that we act. I want to suggest to you that many of the people who are convinced the election's been stolen are doing nothing to fix the apparatus, nothing to correct the next time. They're just mad. They're mad, and so they're killing cops on Capitol Hill. They're mad, and so they're stomping around inciting everybody else. They're mad, so they're tweeting out against Joe Biden. None of that changes stuff. None of that fixes what's broke. This is the same issue or the same way that I feel about QAnon, okay? I, I, I can't get to the source of QAnon. I'm not sure who Q is. I'm not, I'm not, it, it's uh, obviously we've got a major uh, force here in our country that is, again, rooted in a lot of myth. We've had people step into pizza restaurants and fire off rounds because they were told by QAnon that Hillary Clinton was trafficking children from the basement of a pizza restaurant. We've had all kinds of myth. Well, you, you, I've already told you uh, in a previous podcast how I feel about this uh, because I, am, I actually chair an organization that's actually out there making a difference in the area of trafficking. It's called Uncaged. You can go on uncaged.org and you'll find out all about us. I've told you about it before. Please get involved. Please support us. We are building facilities around the world to help rescue and restore uh, women and people who have been trafficked. And it's very effective and very well run. Well, my point is, uh, I've been involved in this fight for years. Others have been, of course, involved far more than I have been. We're, we're trying to make a difference. Most of the people who go around griping um, and believing what QAnon uh, teaches them to believe are doing nothing about trafficking. They're not doing anything. This is just another, you know, another cord of wood for their fire. This is just uh, more, more fuel for their anger. But they weren't doing anything about trafficking beforehand. They didn't even care that much about trafficking until it became a reason to get upset with the left or Hollywood elites or whoever they're going after in QAnon. So you understand my point. Believing the myth keeps them from stepping up and making a difference. Trafficking is an absolute issue. Almost 50 million people are being trafficked. About 20% of those are, chil- are children. Uh, it's, it's stunning. Uh, there are people being trafficked for their labor. There are people being trafficked for sex. Uh, it can be shut down. Sure, there are people in Hollywood, I'm sure, who are part of trafficking. There have been people we've learned recently who are Christian leaders who have been involved in some form of trafficking. Uh, people in politics probably do some form of trafficking. But no, no. 
There's not some coordinated conspiracy amongst all of these to traffic and to do it in the basement of Comet Pizza in upstate New York. People aren't that stupid. And probably it has nothing to do with Hillary Clinton. And I'm not defending her. I'm just saying to make her the focus of trafficking in the world is just silly. So you can get all ticked off about all that stuff. And what happens is nothing's actually happening for the cause. The cause is trafficking. The cause is being answered uh, in every community as we work to combat trafficking. Trafficking uh, happens wherever you have prostitution. Trafficking happens wherever you have heavy porn. Trafficking happens when children disappear from the malls. Trafficking is happening and we can combat it. Are we? No. Many people are sitting around just talking about QAnon and blaming Joe Biden, who probably has nothing to do with any of it. Now, there are certainly people in politics who do, uh, there are certain people in Hollywood, certainly people in Hollywood who do, uh, certainly people even even within the church and people who even uh, within benevolent organizations probably who do. So let's focus on what's really going on. Let's help the people out of traffic. Let's shut down the systems. Let's get corporate America to play a role. I love every time I get on a Delta jet that they make some statement about trafficking. They make some statement about if you see some child with an older person, if you see somebody who's being held in trafficking, if you see a suspicious relationship, report it. I love these kinds of announcements. That's Delta getting involved, stepping up, getting in the fright. And I'm sure somebody's somewhere saying, well, Delta's part of QAnon or some kind of myth. But let's make the difference. And I'm glad that Delta is. So my concern is that wherever we have an abundance of myth, we usually don't have action along lines that really can make a difference. Um, For example, uh, we can sit around and talk about how COVID-19 may have come out of a laboratory in Wuhan, China. We can debate that. We can argue about whether Donald Trump should have called it a Chinese disease. We can accuse the Chinese of all kinds of things. None of that will help us solve COVID-19 in our generation. We've obviously got geopolitical tensions with China, and I'm sure if they had their choice, they'd wipe the United States off the earth with a virus if they could. I have no idea whether COVID-19 was intentional on their part or not. But at some point, you have to go beyond the myth. You have to go beyond the supposition. You have to go beyond the guessing. And you have to get busy. Get on with it. Let's get this thing fixed. And then we'll just be a stronger nation to resist whatever Chinese incursions might happen in our generation. So there's a principle here of public policy and public life that's very much the same as the principles that govern our own lives. The more myths that I believe about Stephen Mansfield, good or bad, good or bad, Something somebody said earlier in my life, something I've just come to believe, you know, you're clumsy, you'll never amount to anything, you're stupid, or hey, you're the best person on the planet, (laughs) you're the greatest writer to ever live, whatever kind of myths I choose to believe, they prevent effective things from happening. They prevent wise action. They prevent me moving forward in a healthy, productive, fruitful way. And that's what's going on in our society. You know, I don't believe the entire election was stolen by Democrats or Joe Biden. I believe there was some corruption. I believe people at a local level probably tried to help whatever cause they cared about. Uh, But the fact is that the case of corruption went before more than 60 
courts. Many of those courts um, chaired uh, uh, with judges that were Trump appointees, or at least were conservatives that they weren't Trump appointees. The case never got a footing. Is that because the judiciary is just afraid of uh, ruling on elections? No. Is it because uh, these people are involved in the conspiracy? No. It's because there wasn't enough evidence. I have been looking for evidence. I'm talking about hard black and white evidence, not what Sister Sue said. I'm talking about hard black and white evidence of corruption. I'd, I'm happy to be convinced. I have no problem believing that fallen, flawed, sinning human beings conspire against each other. No problem believing it. I have yet to find that firm evidence. Yes, I know there were whistleblowers. They had a story to tell. It wasn't confirmed. We just go on and on and on. Am I taking sides? No. I'm saying I'm happy to know. Somebody convinced me. But 60 courts weren't convinced. I'm not convinced. And I'd love to be. And I don't know quite how you get to 70% of the GOB being convinced. The problem, the loss, is that in the meantime... We're not making a difference. We're not changing our elections, electoral systems. We're not dealing with COVID perhaps in the most effective way if we're sitting around griping about the Chinese. You understand my point. So put a myth filter in your mind. Look at myths. Be open to facts. Be open to interpretations and views and happenings that you haven't perhaps crossed your mind before. But don't give yourself blindly to myth, not just because you'll live in deception if you do, but it will keep you from the more effective life, more effective answers to problems that could have been possible. I, 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 I'm furious about trafficking in our generation. Engaged in it, fighting it, working on it every day with a, with a broader team of people much smarter and better than I am. But I'm, it makes me all the more angry the folks sitting around talking about QAnon and getting mad at Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi or whomever aren't lifting a finger to actually make a difference when it comes to human trafficking. So be careful about the myths. Live effectively. Myths in any form about yourself, about your wife, your children, whoever, uh, about your friends. Myths in any form are blinding factors. You want to clear your eyes, clear your mind of the myths so you can get on to effective action in answering the crying needs of our generation. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.